Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weekend Teacher Podcast. Wouldn't it be great if the next time you taught a class, you didn't have to stay up late the night before to prepare? Wouldn't it be great if the next time you taught a class, you weren't scrambling at the last minute to gather content or illustrations? In this episode, we're going to put those days behind us as we talk about preparing for successful lessons. I recently asked a group of college students who had taught a class in front of their peers what one thing they would have done differently now that the experience was over. 75% of the students said they wished that they had prepared more before they taught. Let's be honest, preparing to teach isn't always glamorous. When I think of great learning experiences, I usually think about what happens in the classroom. I rarely think about how long it took the teacher to prepare outside the classroom. But that's the focus of this episode. What kind of preparation does it take to have a great learning experience with students? I have a few ideas I want to share that will make your preparation time more effective and maybe even more enjoyable. First, pray for wisdom. Our preparation is no match for God's involvement in the teaching and learning process. When we partner with God, we find the flavor and spice and excitement of true learning is more likely to occur. As Paul would say to the Colossians, it's God's energy that works so powerfully in us. So ask for wisdom and trust in the God who gives generously to all. Specifically, we could ask for personal integrity. We could pray for attentiveness to the task and ask for the heart of a learner as we prepare. The next idea is rather simple, but begin preparing immediately. As soon as you learn that you have a teaching assignment, begin gathering information and start working on your class. Sometimes our first thoughts on a subject are the ones that need to be shared with others. Other times our commitment to study will reveal insights that we consider worthwhile. But the first impressions we have of a subject are important to capture. If for no other reason, by sharing them, we'll connect with those in our classes who may be thinking the same things. Even if our study time has informed us that we're misinformed, the initial perception can be a great place to launch a class. Now the best way to capture this first impression is to write take notes, or record in some other way the first thoughts we have on a subject as we consider teaching it. But don't stop with your initial thoughts. Great teaching usually includes incubation time, the opportunity for thoughts to mature, and new thoughts to be added to our understanding of the subject. The further in advance you learn that you're teaching, the more incubation time you get. So point number three, use incubation time. You may have noticed that the mind is a powerful processor of information, When you put before it the words and images, sounds, and other content related to your class, you'll find the mind can make progress organizing those thoughts even when you're not intentionally working on it. With time on your side, the problem won't be finding enough material for your class. You'll be faced with the challenge of having too much, then sifting through what information is valid and what's not. Having said that, I would much rather have too much material so that there are some things I don't cover. I don't like to have extra time that I don't know how to use. If we've done our homework as teachers, we won't be faced with that awkward position of having unused time in class. For many of us, the incubation time is only as effective as our system of recording our thoughts during that time. For this, we need a good filing system. So keep good files. Begin collecting ideas related to the subject in a file labeled for that class. You might prefer a physical file folder, or you might store information in a computer file. The trick is to pick a place where you can easily access the file and add new material as you go along. Designate a place where you can deposit news articles, YouTube video segments, quotes, images, stories, and other artifacts. As time passes and ideas come, this file will grow into a rich trove of resources. 
These will supplement your lesson and often provide the illustrations and visual content to make a good lesson a great one. Finally, study and learn. Create as many opportunities as you can to engage the content prior to teaching. Think about the content at different times of the day and in different settings. This gives your mind freedom to work creatively on the lesson. Consider taking a notepad with you to meditate on the lesson for the week and record any insights gleaned that may have escaped you earlier. Read books on the subject. Reread scriptures in preparation. I know one teacher that read Colossians every day for a month prior to a teaching opportunity. That kind of commitment lays the groundwork for a great lesson. Once you've done these things, you're ready to identify student learning objectives and create teaching notes for the classroom experience. For more information on learning objectives, see Episode 5. And for information on teaching notes, see Episode 7 of this podcast. I'm Dr. Houston Heflin. Until next time, remember, how we prepare impacts what they learn.